Good morning, folks. It's, uh, I think, December the 3rd. It's a Saturday. We had a beautiful day here in Vernon, Texas yesterday. And uh, tomorrow is December the 4th, and I'm going to head to Vegas and rope for a couple days. And then i got to haul ass back to make it to the yearling sales at the, at the cutting fraternity in Fort Worth. So, uh, because I like to kick a hornet's nest once in a while and, and, uh, basically just let folks kind of expose themselves, I put a little post on Facebook the other day and it said, uh, well, basically what I said was, I said that big stoppers are winners. I want to talk about horses. Big stoppers are winners in every discipline okay everything that we try to do on a horse them big stoppers are winners and uh and that's that's uh how it is now obviously if you're in the kentucky derby there ain't gonna be a whole lot of stop there but that might be the exception barrel racing uh, team roping, cutting, uh, rain cow horses, raining, calf roping. I mean, polo horses have to be able to rate and stop. Everything out there, the big stopper will always beat the fast-footed horse. And, and everybody today is talking about these horses supposed to be, you know, there's a term they're using, quick-footed, quick-footed, quick-footed. And, hey, listen, y'all can ride it anyways. I mean, don't bullshit yourself here. Ask yourself one thing. I want you to stop and ask yourself one thing. What Hall of Fame are you in? Okay, what records have you broken? Let's, let's just leave it right there. Uh, you know, of course, a lot of them folks on there on, on the Facebook deal were, were commenting. And, and my deal was, I said, ride a cow horse. Now, typically, uh, you know, the cow horse is going to be stoppy. Because cutting is not about how quick your horse is. Cutting has nothing to do with how quick your horse moves. It's about accuracy. It's like Wyatt Earp said, fast is fine, but accurate is final. So the reason that we want an athletic horse, say for cutting, is not so we can see how fast he can go when we step on the throttle. But like Buster Welch said, we want a maximum result with a minimal effort. We breed them so athletic so that they can make a move quietly, and effortlessly, probably trying to use bigger words than I should, quietly and effortlessly, these horses uh, go ahead and uh, they, they, you know, control a cow. If they're not real athletic, it's super hard for them. You know, like you watch a not very athletic guy try to, uh, you know, slam dunk a basketball and he has to exert everything he has. And then you take a 
guy like Michael Jordan, who was a supreme athlete, and it was simple for him to slam dunk a basketball. But for a short, stubby little white fucker like me, that's five foot ten, if I'm going to slam dunk a basketball, I'm going to have to strap a rocket to my ass. So that's why we breed them to be athletic. Not so that they can move so fast. And I've seen people all the time, I've heard it for years, people saying, oh, you should see this horse. He works the dog and he's so fast. He'd make cutting horse. Oh, bullshit. A cutting horse's greatest asset is that big stop. And then he has to be able to outthink the cow. Because once you put your hand down, it's going to tell the difference. So, big stoppers. And then, on top of that, you know, everybody in the country wants a, a cutting reject. And it's not because they're so well-trained. Yes, they are well-trained. And yes, we do have the greatest hands in the business riding cutting horses. Period. Okay? If you disagree with that, go down there to Fort Worth and try to beat everybody in the finals. Okay? Try to make the finals. Now, there's a lot of them guys riding cutting horses that could go barrel race or team rope or calf rope or whatever, and they could beat you. But you ain't going to go beat them. Okay? So so most of these horses, just just my, my tip of advice. A, a friend of mine that I rode horses for and a customer had a mare, won the All-American fraternity one year. He bred race horses for years. You could say that he played that game at the highest level and beat them. Okay? And he told me that speed was the easiest genetic trait to pass on when you were breeding horses. Speed was the easiest genetic trait to pass on when breeding horses. And and let me tell you breeders out there something. For those of you that bounce from trainer to trainer and cuss everybody because uh, they ain't doing it right on this horse that you bred that's supposed to be perfect. Hey, Back off. I'm going to tell you something. Them really, really, really good ones, they're just freaks. There ain't no rhyme or reason. If it was all just about breeding. Now, granted, I'm talking about when you breed like a daughter of Shorty Lean, a two metallic cat. Okay, now I'm not talking about breeding your hunk of rat shit at home that goes back to dock bar 19 generations and maybe little peppy on the top side four generations back. I'm I'm talking about when you breed the real shit to the real shit, then it, it still boils down to they've just got to be freaks. They've just got to be a come out of the woodwork on their own. That's between them and God type of deal. So uh, now I did have people comment on the Facebook thing, and they said that uh, the reason that them horses were so good was because they had the best hands riding them. Yeah, there's a little bit to that, but let me tell you something. Them guys would not be good hands if they rode your average hunk of shits that you got at home. So for for this deal to uh to be explained, you know, if if you have a supreme Jack Brainerd said Good horses have made more good trainers than good trainers have made good horses. Of course, you know, everybody else has the answers and, and doesn't, you know, 
cred enough. Now, one one guy argued on there, and he said, and I know I don't know this guy, but he comments on quite a few of my Facebook posts, and he's just an argumentative fuckhead, is what he is, because he's an unaccomplished, no hand dipshit motherfucker who just wants to argue. And if I flipped it and took his side and said, okay, you're right, he would start in on, on where I left off and, and arguing. And this guy's just a dickhead, okay? Well, I don't give a fuck. I just put stuff on there once in a while to see what people say. And his response was that that uh, all the horses running barrels at the NFR were not cowbred. Well, actually, I think... I think I was told, I didn't research this, so it could be wrong, but I was told just yesterday that this year in 2022, there was 13 of the 15 head of horses running at the NFR had dash to fame in their pedigree. And uh, that's great. There's uh, the the gray horse of the Miller girls from Oklahoma doesn't have any dash to fame. I think it was one, and then I'm not sure about uh, what the other one is, but anyways, dashed fame's on thirteen of the of the fifteen, and and I'm not the biggest dashed fame fan. Y'all might be, but I'm not. Doesn't mean they're bad horses, good horses, not whatever. It doesn't mean anything. It just means that that Scott Hume is not the biggest dashed fame fan. Okay, as a whole, as a whole, which means if you stick a hundred head of dashed fames in front of me and tell me to ride them all. I might not like 95 of them. Chances are I'm not going to even want to ride 90 of them. But I'll guarantee you there's going to be a few that I like, depending on how they are as an individual. Uh, So, and while, like, my wife has a a mayor that's by streaking to fame, who is who is a son of Dash to fame, and then her mother is, this mayor's mother is a daughter of Dash for Perks. It was a really, really good mare. So here I just done told you that I don't like dashed fames. And I've got a granddaughter dashed fame standing in the barn that my wife rides and that I actually ride quite a little and do a lot of ranch work on. This this is a good good goddamn mare. And bred exactly how I hate them bred. She's all running horse. All running horse. Mother's by Dash for Perks and out of a Ladybug's Moon mare. And uh, they all run them bred. And I don't like them running bred horses because they don't think enough to to work cattle. But this mare's pretty doggone good. But we kind of trained her that way. Now, is she going to go cut? No, she's not. Is she a big stopper? I will guarantee you this bitch will thump a Chinaman on the head when she goes in the ground. This mare can flat freaking stop. But I'll guarantee you, if you put me a hundred head of them bred just like her right in front of me, I'm on. I'm not gonna like ninety five of them. Don't ever get so stupid that you say, you know, this stud here stamps all of his colts like this. This stud here, all of his babies are like this because they're not. The second dam, the mother's mother, is the most influential horse on the pedigree. But I would bet you for. of you out there, the big stoppers are going to win the most for you. For those of you that don't think you qualify for that, 99.999% of people, 
I'm going to tell you something. You qualify. Because your name ain't in the record books. And your name is not in the Hall of Fame. Those 15 ladies running the barrels at the NFR, they're different than you. Don't lie to yourself. They didn't dream about running in Vegas under the bright lights in the yellow arena. And that's what made them want to be a winner. Uh-uh. No, it ain't it ain't that. You have to want to live the other side of it. The end result, those 10 days in Vegas, that's just the 10 days in Vegas. Because I'll guarantee you, when you're, you think it's a good idea, but do it for 320 days out of the year. And I'm talking eat them freaking hard, stale truck stop biscuits and hamburgers and drink all that bucked up coffee from one end of this country across to the other and live on the road and eat sandwiches out of coolers every day and sweat your fucking ass off in all kinds of heat and freeze your ass off in all signs of cold and try to keep different vets keeping your horses going. Not the same vet every time because you're on the road, you see. And then when you're home, you're trying to get everything caught up. There's no rest for you. Uh, You work your ass off. You get one that's going to be capable of winning, and then all of a sudden you cripple the son of a bitch or it dies or or you spent way two years of your life training one that's pretty damn good and he's going to get you in the top 50 of the world, but he ain't going to get you in the top 15, and you got to give up and start another one. That's why most of them ropers and barrel racers out there, they don't have a good horse. They got 10 of them. And they're always they're always protecting the A-team. They don't run that real special one for 200 bucks. Them horses only got so many runs in them. I don't care what you tell me. I've heard people say the more you run them, the better they get. I'm sure that's true on a lot of them. But they've only got so many runs in them. So if the more you run them, the better they get. Why don't you run them with them big-time races where and rodeos where it pays a lot? Don't you dare burn that good one up for $200. But you'll find that even them horses, now typically speaking, the, the cowbred horse is going to have the biggest stop. But you'll see that even them horses at the NFR that ain't bred to be cow horses, typically... Even the best ones, they're going to hit on their ass for just a split second before they wrap that barrel. The ones that truly win all the time, they're going to hit on their ass for just a split second before they turn that barrel. Meaning that running horse has got more rate and stop in him than you think. Okay? So, uh, that's just my opinion that the big stoppers are are uh you know the 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 biggest winners i mean roping i hear ropers say all the time they want a horse fast-footed 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 oh shit that ain't i that ain't right i had a mare daughter of uh, senor's little brother who was who was damn sure a hell of a son of smart little lena skip brown owned and i bought that mare from skip when i worked for him but this mare was by a son of smart little Lena, and her mother was by Doc Tom Tucker, and she was out of a daughter of Bueno Chicks. And this mare, I had her for 20 years, and she was the biggest stopping son of a bitch. I trained her the whole way, roped on her. I won 
eighty, ninety thousand on her. Uh, saddles, buckles galore. Everybody in the goddamn country wanted to ride her. Everybody talked about how great she was. That mare was pretty quick across the line. But and she was a huge stopper. But she wasn't fast footed. That was her problem. That's why I didn't cut on her and, and show her more as a rain cow horse because she wasn't quick enough footed. She was pretty quick across the line. So when you say I want a fast footed horse, I mean that's one that can really, really stop, turn around and get left and get right. That's a fast footed horse, quick footed horse. So stop using that term because I've I've seen it a hundred times. I've I've I promise you I've seen some of the best ropers in the goddamn world get on a cutting horse and and virtually couldn't even hardly keep upright. Not because the horse was moving left and right so fast, but because that horse stopped so quick and could suck that saddle horn between your freaking butt cheeks so fast when he drawed, they couldn't stay on him. Period. You know, I'm not trying to disrespect the roper because I love roping. You know, but but at the same time, you could take a lot of them guys that rope at the NCHA Fraternity Finals. You could take a lot of them guys. There's a good bunch of ropers there. And you could go back them in the box against uh, Clay Smith and Jake Long, and they ain't going to have a Chinaman's chance in hell. You know, I mean, that's just, that's just how it is. I mean, take a young man like Haven Medjid who's as goddamn good a cowboy as there is on the planet. That kid can head, he can heal, he's a good horseman. Uh, rumor has it on the street he can rope calves a little bit. I don't know, you know. He seems to stick it on them and smoothly tie everything at the NFR, world champ. So, yeah, I, I think I think he'd be safe to say he's a good calf roper too. And, uh, you know, that kid, I don't think there's a whole lot he couldn't do. But he's one of the few, one of the rare, one of the elite. Never, ever, ever before or will be another Heaven Medjid. Or Trevor Brazil or Casey Field or, uh, I mean, we go on and on and on. I mean, you know, Dregers Jr., all them guys. But for the rest of you to think that you're in that league, that you're in that category. You're just lying to yourselves because you're not willing to pay the price. You got to be willing to pay that price. You got to be willing to drag that old trailer. And because you, until you get sponsors enough to help you, you're going to, you're going to fuck it up because you're going to think that you got to have that big living quarters trailer that Corka's dragging. And you're going to think that you got to have that big old fancy Bill Fick Ford truck, which there's nothing wrong with that. That's a great idea because he'll stand behind them. But the problem is, is you're going to have to have a job to pay for all that because you ain't good enough to win it. And you don't understand that the rest of them are getting help. And the reason that they're giving them guys help and sponsoring them and all that is because you you dipshits are going to buy trailers because of it. But you ain't good enough to get the sponsorship. You are not the exemption. So, 
you know, you got to work your way up. Nobody starts at the top. Work your way up. I'm not saying you can't do it, but everybody gets all, you know, people all comment their deal. And it's great that y'all are proud of your horses, and it's great that y'all like your horses. And, you know, somebody put a comment on my Facebook that said, uh, and I and I do this actually for the entertainment, to read, you know, kind of understand what people are thinking, and they, they take everything so personal, you know. They're also fucking stupid. You wonder why Trump didn't get reelected. He did everything he could to be great and make this country great and you all took it personal bunch of fucking pussies you all took it personal you all thought that donald trump was looking at you when he said it but he didn't have a clue who you were the shoe just fit cinderella so strap that fucker on but i'm gonna tell you something Let's look at this gal. She says, I got a 17-hound thoroughbred in my pasture, and this fucker will watch cow and stop, and you're wrong, and you're a dumbass, and, and I'm just chuckling about it. And I'm like, well, interrupt. You know, it's like I tell my kids all the time. Rodeo is is not. Now, when I say rodeo, I mean everything from cutting to cow horse to reining to rodeo, rodeo itself, barrel racing, bull riding, team roping. It's not a debate. It's a competition. Okay, it's not a debate, it's competition. So the only way to really prove your point is to enter. And I can honestly tell you that every single time in my life that I've had a horse that somebody really, 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 really wanted to buy, purchase, own, ride, all the ones that I won on, they were big stoppers. Big stoppers. All the horses I had that could mortally fly and outrun everybody, nobody really tried to buy them. Big stoppers, folks. That big old stop. I'm going to get to it. This is Scott Hume from somewhere on the plains of Texas.